And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. That's right. This is the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rhymes. Brandon is out today. My name is James DeJerome. I'm the executive producer of the Consumer Quarterback Show. I've been with Brandon for about four years. Brandon's been doing the Consumer Quarterback Show for almost a decade now. We're coming up on our 10-year anniversary for the Consumer Quarterback Show. We're all about consumer advocacy. We want to be your uh, advocate. We want to look out for you. We want to bring in business owners and have them give great advice, information that makes you a smarter consumer, want your dollar to go farther in the marketplace, and we certainly encourage you to spend locally right here in the Tampa Bay area. You know, Brandon owns the Platinum MVP team. He's a realtor in the area. He's made great contacts with all the different business owners over the years, and we have a network of people that we really like to bring out to you because we feel there's a great value for you in listening and working with the folks that we've assembled here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. So I I mentioned our expert contributors, and we got one in the studio right here in our Salem Media Group studios. We have Thomas King from Florida Firearms Academy. We're going to be visiting with Thomas. He's a longtime friend of the program. In addition to that, we have some great sponsors. You know, the official hotel sponsor for the Consumer Quarterback Show is the Bill Maher Beach Resort. Uh, Clyde Smith comes on the show all the time. He talks about how unique that property is. It's not a typical chain or franchise hotel. It's a unique property. About 80% of the rooms facing the Gulf of Mexico. Really big beach down there. He's got Sloppy Joe's serving food and drink all night with lots of live music. If you want to get out to the beach, call Clyde Smith directly at the Bill Maher Beach Resort, the official hotel partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. I mentioned Thomas King, Florida Firearms Academy. Now, Florida Firearms Academy is more than just an educational institution. You can get weapons made there. You can get weapons cleaned. It's about all things related to defending yourself, self-defense, any kind of weapon, not just guns as well. You guys have all different kinds of weapons, soft weapons you've mentioned in the past. Right. Not just firearm weapons. We also have tasers. Um, we 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 also have knives and you have batons and things that uh, taser guns and we have pepper spray mm-hmm. and we have pepper spray guns and some of these tasers if not everyone should own a firearm but some of these um tasers that they have they're actually really good they have lasers on them and flashlights so it helps identify if it is a threat easier to to target if you have a laser on them and then also once you do activate it and you had to use it it automatically calls the police and gives them your location where you're at lots of cool technology over there at florida firearms academy you know uh guns and everyone has an opinion about guns but there's so many ways to defend yourself i think it's really awesome that you guys train folks in all different kinds of uh, self-defense. Right. And you know what? That's what we're really all about is about protecting yourself, your family and your loved ones and also your property as well. And that's why I like that you guys have Alex on here as well. Yeah, he yeah. he actually has come out to Florida Firearms Academy a lot and he does a lot for hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, he does the hand-to-hand stuff and he works with people directly. Of course, he's a very charitable guy, just as Thomas is. And that's part of the backbone of the Consumer Quarterback Show. We bring folks on here who really care about the community and we encourage you guys to spend your dollars locally. Now, you've got great events. I always want to find out what's going going on at Florida Firearms Academy? We got a lot going on. We do a lot for our members, so that's really important for us. We always want to make sure that they're very happy. So this past weekend on the 16th, from 12 to 3, it's Smith & Wesson Day, and the members get to try a bunch of different Smith & Wessons free of charge. Okay. Um, they get free ammo, free range fee, of course, always, and then they get free targets, eyes and ear protection, and then for three hours, we have a sale on them at prices we're not even allowed to mention. So. Wow. And that's... then if you're not a member, it's $20, and that gets you everything as well. So okay. huge, deep discount. Benefits to membership over there at FAA Tampa. We want you to check them out online and certainly talk to Thomas about everything. Something you mentioned there sparked a question in me. You know, if you're a member and, and you're 
interested in going to Florida Firearms Academy all the time, you may learn about new weapons. You may find something that's more fit to you. I, I think in the world of a gun, someone decides, hey, I'm going to get a weapon. Right. But the idea that they're just going to get a gun and then go learn how to use it, what about picking the right gun to start with? Somebody like yourself over there at Florida Firearms Academy, give them a lot of direction as what makes sense for what you're trying to do. Right. And that's so personal for you. I hate that people, and they, they come in our store all the time. They say, hey, th- this store sold me this gun and it's just too powerful me for me. And that's like ladies that are mm-hmm. 70 years old and they have a 44 Magnum. Right. Well, really, come on. We want you. That's why we offer a rental program. All our members get to try 70 different pistols rifles, and shotguns free of charge. We want you to know what you shoot best, what you can handle, and what you can activate on on all the tools that you need. And we want to show you how to hold, load, aim, and shoot it correctly, safely, and accurately. Now, if you're not a member, it is $30 for two people to try all the weapons as well. You know, that just brings leads us into the next point about how real these classes are. You know, Thomas is talking about teaching you how to use a weapon, and certainly you have to learn. You have to educate yourself on this subject. But then when you think of the real-life situation that may arise that calls on you to use that weapon, it's drastically different than sitting in front of a target and having somebody next to you saying, here's what you do, here's how you do this. You gotta, you, you've got to. you run through the scenario for me. At, at night, you hear a noise, you're in your house, it's dark. Man, that's a whole different world. It's a crazy situation. And most people, when they come to the range, it's more for a sport shooting. We have doctors and lawyers come in almost every day right. sometimes. But when you come in to do training, we do 40 different types of classes. You have to d- differentiate what you're actually doing, self-defense or competition or sport shooting because they're all completely different and when, when we have you run through scenarios like let's say for instance uh, we do a competition on Sundays we have you run through rooms and shoot bad guys bowling pins still targets balloons and we time you on it score you on it. and we even also even teach you how to do it hmm. but if you're doing it for self-defense it's a whole nother ball game you right. got to learn you're not going to look at your front sight as much you're going to do flash sightings and you're also going to be focusing on your target like the real victim there right. or the, the perpetrator so you, it's a whole different style of shooting, and that's what we want to learn. If you come in to buy a firearm and we ask you, have you ever had firearm training? No. Would you like to sign up? No. Well, you know what? For $70 for just a basic pistol class, that's going to teach you how to actually yeah. not have this firearm taken away from you. I would encourage you folks out there who maybe you've taken a stand against guns. What is the harm in learning about how to use a weapon in case you run into this scenario? It's a real-world situation we're talking about. Right, and that's the thing that we're getting more and more people coming in saying, the world's just going crazy right now. The only thing that we don't have now is like zombies and, and a giant <laughs> asteroid coming at our planet right now. So you, well, you want- can certainly find that on the web if you want. <laughs> you, it's getting crazy. So people want to come in. I have ladies that, that come in all the time. There's a guardian goddess class. It's ladies this only. This is great. I want everyone to listen to this because I never th- I thought about this. Tell them about the, the uh, guardian. What are they called? Guardian again? goddesses. The goddesses. So, okay. yeah, that's uh, we do four classes a month. And it's just ladies only. And this is for beginners or even advanced ladies. But some of the ladies that come in, they're. They're just terrified to even touch a firearm. And now these ladies are like basically grandmaster shooters. They can draw out a firearm, shoot four shots, center mass in one second. That's wow. amazing. And that's a question of practice, learning, asking questions, feeling comfortable because you get education about what you're doing. And once you have that confidence, then you can start to work on your skills. Right. And you know what the funny thing is? This one lady that comes in all the time, she was terrified. Didn't even want to, She totally against firearms. Now she owns like the coolest firearms. <laughs> She's like, it's so addicting. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know how fun it would actually be, but it is fun. It's a sport. Talk a little bit about that, Thomas, how different 
uh, guns give you a different experience. So if you might have uh, an owner say, why would you need multiple weapons like that? Well, depending on what you're going to use them for, most people do it for sport shooting or competition shooting. So there are types of competition guns that we do sell. Some are low end, some are high end. So what that does is gives you less recoil and it also keeps you fast on target. Now, could you use that for home defense? Sure, absolutely. But those kind of guns need a little bit more tweaking and a little bit more maintenance. Whereas if you had a just a regular Glock, you can beat that thing all day long and it's just going to keep shooting. When you talk about the competition shooting, I love, I've, I've watched the Olympics and we've had this discussion before. What do you think makes a good competition shooter? Because it's about calming yourself and your focus and your eyes and hands. I mean, it's, it's a lot to it. There is so much that goes into that. And, you know, th- there's bullseye shooters out there. We don't do a lot of bullseye training. We do offer it. It's kind of old school. Most, most of it now is tactical. But the commitment that you have to have and the dedication and not only that, the money, because yeah. those firearms are not cheap and you got to shoot a lot of rounds every day. Can't, I have people come in and say they've never shot before. And next thing I know, they, they're all in the bullseye. And I, I'm just impressed. I, they could actually be Olympic shooter for all I know. And they've never shot before. So the competition, when you talk about competition shooting, everyone's using the same weapon. They, they mandate, you know, they say this is competition is going to be with this particular weapon. And so they have competitions among all the range of weapons. Uh, not all the range. Back in the day, they did the, the the shooting competitions for uh, the Olympics were very, very huge. And then when the anti-gun came in and they started making regulations on things, um, now they just do it not as the Olympics. There are like Olympic skiing shooting, mm-hmm. a bullseye shooting, then you have skeet shooting. But uh, like as a, where it's a three-gun, that's the big thing right now for many competition shooters. They don't offer anything like that. Okay. I have uh, folks that love to golf, and there's a place around here where you can shoot skeet and golf, and they, now they just shoot all the time. They it's the funnest yeah. thing. They, 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 they love, the, they love dollar, the competition right? thing. Is it? Yeah, yeah I think that is. Dollar. But there's something about the skeet they love. You know what? That place is really cool. You can go golf. You can go do skeet there. They do training there as well, and it's a phenomenal facility. And they also have a country club, so you can sit down and have a drink and uh, eat some sandwiches. <laughs> well, you can see that the idea of owning a weapon is far beyond the purchase of it. So, Thomas is here. We talk a little bit about the ability to make a custom weapon as well at your, at your uh, foundry there. Right. Quincy's our gunsmith, so what he does is he actually can go over your firearm, even if it's an old relic. So people come in and they say, hey, I have this gun. I haven't shot it. it was, or it was my great-grandfather's. And we'll just take a look at it, make sure there's no cracks in it. It doesn't need any maintenance on it. Probably just a little bit of oiling. Or if it needs to be restored, we can also do that. But they just want to go out and try it. So we want to make sure that it's safe for you first before you go out there and use this firearm. So as firearms age, they become brittle? Or what is exactly that you guys are worried about happening to an old well, firearm? Well, rust is a, a key factor, especially here with the humidity in Florida. Mm-hmm. It's outstanding what people do with storing a firearm. We actually teach you how to store a firearm properly and correctly so you'll have it and your next generation will have it and it could be an heirloom for down the road. So if you're just storing your firearm incorrectly, it's going to get rust on it. It's going to have problems. Your weak, your springs are going to get weak or you don't know what they, the previous owner did or your father did with it. So you don't know if it has a crack barrel and if mm-hmm. God forbid you go out there and shoot that, it could have a catastrophic failure. Yeah, so there are some issues that you got to think we come across a gun in your house somewhere or, or like you mentioned a family heirloom because these things 
things can last quite a few generations. You cannot just load that thing and shoot it without getting some information you from somebody. You definitely want to be educated on it or at least bring it in. Let us inspect it. We'll do it free of charge for you. We want to make sure that it's safe for you. And if it does need anything, we'll let you know what you need. Thomas King, Florida Firearms Academy, right here in our Salem Media Group studios. Don't go anywhere. We're going to talk more with Thomas. I want to tell you guys about Tampa Bay's best career fair coming up on Wednesday, October 20th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Largo Event Center. You can register at Eventbrite. And uh, it's brought to you by the Consumer Quarterback and Massive Marketing Pros. So if you're looking for employees, go to the career fair. Please check that out. And I've got a really cool feel-good story. Thomas, are you a wine drinker? Yes, I am. Well, if you're a wine drinker, you might be able to help folks in Argentina through this great program right out of Safety Harbor, Florida. I'm going to tell you all about it. Wine with a Purpose. One Safety Harbor entrepreneur saving orphans one glass at a time. Don't go anywhere. This is the Consumer Quarterback. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here for Cleaning Commandos here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Cleaning Commandos are hiring, and they're offering competitive wages, flexible hours, relaxed atmosphere, and a sign-on bonus. Reach out if you'd like a career with the Cleaning Commandos here in Tampa Bay. Info at CleaningCommandosLLC.com or call 813-750-0550, 813-750-0550, Cleaning Commandos, Consumer Quarterback Show. Hey, Brandon Rimes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rimes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. That's right. Give Brandon a call if you want to get in touch with any of our expert contributors or some of the great sponsors for The Consumer Quarterback Show. Discovery Golf Cars is a sponsor for this segment. Everybody has a golf cart these days. I see kids pulling themselves on their skate. Boards. I see families walking the dogs out there, trick-or-treating, whatever it is. Get a golf cart, have some fun. Call Discovery Golf Carts, also known as Golf Cart Depot. They've got multiple locations. You can buy them new and used. They offer mobile repair and financing. That's a great sponsor for us, Discovery Golf Carts. All right, before the break, we were talking with Thomas King from Florida Firearms Academy. He's got so many cool classes out there that we were talking about, but he's also got events like specials. We talked about being a member and the be- membership benefits. What else is coming up there at FAA? So what we have going on for uh, Glocktoberfest, that's going to be a very- very cool event. It's the 22nd through the 24th. Anyone can come in, and once you do, if you're at purchase, um, we do always offer at the lowest price we can legally sell these firearms at. We don't try to make anything on these things, but we're going to offer you a free membership with every purchase, and then also we're going to have a lot of specials. So this year, for our Black Friday sale, it's insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we offer Glocks, SIGs, Smith & Wesson's ARs at $99, and people will sleep out in front of our store for four days. It's insane. I have to get poor 
parties and everything. Now, these are used firearms. These are not brand new. I cannot legally sell a brand new Glock for $99 or a Glock would come after me and sue me. Right. So um, these door busters, but what these are going to be for is for members only. So they're going to be able to get the $99, but the other door busters that we'll have will be for non-members. We'll have a lot of great deals for them, and it's going to be a crazy event. So this year, we're going to finally do it because last year we didn't get to have a Black Friday because of COVID. Uh-huh. So we didn't want people sleeping out in front of our store out now, there. You got a really cool location, and the store's really nice, but sleeping out front, they got tents over there. You got room in the front parking lot, I guess. They just sleep right in the parking lot. It's just <laughs> crazy. I did a video with the hundreds of people sleeping out there. I'm like, hey, I got you guys a porta potty. Uh, let me get you some drinks or anything. I, one, we, we were actually scared. We were sitting out there, and this guy was standing out there all day long. We're like, what is this guy doing? Is he trying to scope or rob the place? And we finally went out there and asked him, what's going on? He goes, oh, I'm waiting for the Black Friday sale. We're like, what? That's like four or five days from now. He goes, yeah, I'm first in line. But uh, And if the, you know, right now, the whole world is in a huge shortage, right? right, just, right. We were just talking about that. Cars, electronics, appliances, even food right now is going crazy. Right. So they're telling you right now to get your Christmas presents, or you may not be able to get your Christmas presents. You don't have to worry at Florida Firearms Academy. We're going to be able to hook you up for Christmas, and we'll also do a special on members and a lot of cool stuff. So don't freak out over that. But supplies has been short. Um, we wanted to let everyone know we have one of the largest inventories right now, and also not just with firearms, but with ammo. And you can always reach us at FFATampa.com or give us a call at 813-221-FIRE. And you, if you also follow us on Facebook, we give away prizes, firearms, ammo, and we do a lot of charity events on there. Yeah, a lot of charitable work from uh, Thomas and the Florida F- uh, Firearms Academy. Thomas, what are some of the popular items for Christmas? What do you what do you think are some of the most popular things you guys sell for Firearms. <laughs> Any particular types? Um, well, right now, uh, Smith & Wesson, we're doing the huge thing on that. So people are going to come out. You can They can purchase this one. It's the newer one. It's a 9mm Easy, and it comes with a laser. As soon as you pick it up or touch it, the laser automatically activates. And that's a huge seller for us because most people that are very new to it, that's what they're looking for. And then once they get into a class, they realize, oh, now I know how to use this. Now, is Smith & Wesson, are they moving locations or something like that? I heard maybe there's something going on with them. There's all kinds of stuff, you know, for tax purposes and law purposes and all the crazy laws they're trying to do right now. So many people are rushing into the store because of the stupid laws that they're trying to come out with now. They keep thinking that uh, gun control is the way to handle all these problems, but it's actually criminal control. What about uh, guns and ammo in terms of, uh, you talked about you guys at FAA being ready for the holiday season. In general, what do you think about ammo? Where's it gone uh, in terms of availability and pricing? You know, it, right now they're saying it's coming back down, and we always have it at a good price. I think right now for members it's $20 a box for 9 or $22. I don't even remember. But um, when I just had a discussion with some of the dealers, they're saying this craze could actually last till 2023. Not that the prices are going to go way back up, but depending on the demand for it. Mm-hmm. So people are still buying like mad in it. And I don't blame them because at that point it was used as a commodity. People were selling bo- one box of 50 round 9 millimeter ammo, which normally we sell for about $15. Uh, they're selling it for about $140 a box. Wow. You know, I don't know if this qualifies, but d- during hurricane season, we 
we come down on price gouging a lot for folks that have a shortage, they need water, and all of a sudden you see a store over killing them over a case of water. Is there anyone step in like that and say anything? That's what I saw all across the board. And you know what? I was kind of upset with it. I do understand that supplies are very limited and it's very hard to get. And dealer prices went up as well. So we had to pay more. But when you're charging $120 for a box, you didn't pay anywhere near that. And you're just price gouging people. And people, especially in the Second Amendment community, they don't forget that. Right, right. Now, I get you got a great deal for law enforcement. If you're law enforcement out there, talk about Florida Firearms Academy and how they work with law enforcement. Well, I try to connect and communicate with all local law enforcement. We always offer them a one-year family. That's them and their family, a free membership. And with the membership, what you get is, of course, you get free range fee, shoot every day as long as you like, discounts on ammo and other supplies, um, 40% off training. I also let these officers come in free of charge. Yeah, I think that's tra- great. To train on the range out there, like move and shoot, because it's sometimes it's very hard to, for them to get to the range because they have a lot of paperwork to fill mm-hmm. out. And I think it's really cool to be a member over there and get to see law enforcement training. You kind of get an idea of what it takes and, and what's out there. Well, normally we do that before or after we close. We don't want anyone else oh, in there okay. to see what they're doing and how they're training. And we want them to be as safe as possible out there. You know, what about your specific range? Anything that you have that's unique to Florida Firearms Academy when you go to talk about your range a little bit? Well, what it is is we set up rooms out there for shoot situations and scenarios. We'll put out beds like you're laying in bed. Bad guys will come in. And you have to learn how to grab your firearm in the middle of the night in the dark and run through your room or your house where it's dark and learn how to shoot in the dark. Because if you've never done that before, Mm -hmm. it's a completely different experience. You know, I I see folks all the time thinking they're just going to hold a flashlight in one hand and hold the gun in the other hand, but that changes your equilibrium right away. Well, there's many different ways that we we teach firearm training in low light. You can have a light mounted on your firearm. You can have one in your hand. You can do it offhand. And there's many different ways that you use it, but doing it the correct way is the safe way. And you feel like you've got to have a strategy. You know, we just talked about how the scenario is so real when it happens in the middle of the night. Think about that. Once you turn that flashlight on, you've given away your location. Absolutely. So if it's one of Thomas has raised all these different scenarios. When I said, "Well, how do you load in the dark?" Well, you got to feel through the weapon and know what you're doing. How do you know if, he's, if the perpetrator is near one of your children or a family member? So now right. you got to be very selective in your target. You know and what where I mean? you can point that firearm. Right. And especially with the flashlight, and we always teach you. You know, they go out and they buy these crazy one thousand loom flashlights. Now that'll melt your eyeballs, right? But if you're using that in the house, that's too really too powerful mm-hmm. because if you shine it in a mirror, well, it's going to blind you. You shine it in, in a window, it's going to come back and bounce back and blind you. So knowing your house and your situation you're in and where the bad guy is located is very much key. I agree. And uh, I know you guys have a great location on Hillsborough. Have you ever thought about expanding or franchising? Or well, we've on? had multiple um, offers for that right now. Right now, I just really want to focus on what we're doing there with the, we have a great staff. We have uh, 18 different instructors there, so you can come in choose from the one you like we have lady instructors we have a kid shooting team and that's like i think it's 30 dollars per class okay. uh, we have a lady shooting team we have competition shooting but what it really comes down to is where where are these the ffa team what are they want to be so i would like to offer them a chance to open up their own store instead of just saying hey who wants to open up more because we have a, a policy it's customers come first of course we're going to give you the best satisfaction that we can now there are rude people out 
there and you can't just satisfy everybody in the right. world for some reason. And that's right. not I mean, what we really want to make them, but you can't make everyone happy. If you're an anti-gun person, you're coming in there, you're not going to make them happy. You mentioned ladies and kids. I think that's a kind of an underserved population here when we talk about this. Uh, you mentioned classes for ladies. What about kids and what ages do you find it age appropriate and how do you work with them? The cool thing is we're doing for five years old to 17 year old, and we were just in Bay News 9 not that long ago about this, but we offer a free firearm safety class for them, for kids. And that's to teach them if they come across a firearm and they actually do get to shoot a firearm. Okay. They get free ammo, targets, range fees, um, everything range and the instructor it's a whole class certificate as well but the kids shooting team i think she offers that to 10 years old and up and they do a lot i mean they just went out with an ar with a suppressor if you don't know what a suppressor is it makes it a little bit more quiet Mm -hmm. um in flashlights in the dark and we we there's always two instructors there to make sure you're doing everything correct and safe but these kids love it really cool so if you're a kid out there you know that the stigma of leaving your kid home with a gun you can kind of break that down if you get into the education and bring him out and put his hands on it and show him exactly what's going on. I think you can develop a respect for it, not so much a fear of it. Right, and that's the thing we want to get across to them because if you leave a kid at home, they're going to go hunting for right. your stuff. If they come across your firearm, well, now they don't know what to do and they're going to actually hurt themselves or someone else. All right, Thomas, we're closing up this segment. I want Anything else you want to mention in terms of special sales, anything going on over there? Well, we are doing, we do a lot for our community. We always give back a lot to them and uh, charity events. Um, this big Big one is we are a, FFA is a sponsored um, corporate sponsor for the Oktoberfest. That's going to be held at the Tampa Downs. It's going to be a lot of fun, live music, drinks, bands, free parties, all kinds of stuff, log cutting and tossing. That's going to be at the 22nd through the 24th. We'll be out there passing out prizes. Wow, lots of great stuff at Florida Firearms Academy. Thomas King, check him out online, FFATampa.com. Don't go anywhere. We're going to talk to Thomas Yonk. He's our cons helping cons expert. And we've got the Tampa Bay's Best Career Fair coming up on Wednesday, October October 20th at Largo Event Center. Don't go anywhere. This is the Consumer Quarterback. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. listening to the consumer quarterback brandon rhymes cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in tampa bay online at consumerqb.com that's right consumerqb.com is your resource to get in touch with all our expert contributors as well as our sponsors on the consumer quarterback show the sponsor for this segment is replenish iv solutions you know everyone's worried about their immunity these days and uh, replenish iv solutions offers a great solution for you they'll come directly to your home or business if you can't get to one of their locations and they'll inject you with a, a vitamin drip right into your bloodstream get you those vitamins and minerals that you need to keep you in top a working form. So again, Steve and Lisa Gunnan are longtime friends of the show. Replenish IV Solutions, a unique business indeed. Get in touch with them if you want to check out what they can offer you and uh, boost your immunity a little bit. Replenish IV Solutions. Check them out online. All right. Uh, we were talking with Thomas King from Florida Firearms Academy. Now we've got Thomas Yonk, cons helping cons. How are you doing today, Thomas? Very well, sir. Thank now, you. I know your your mission is to end recidivism when it comes to this kind of uh, folks getting out and getting back in again. Uh, 
talk a little bit about how you got into that to start with. Well, actually, when I was in prison, I was seeing guys leaving and then coming back within, you know, four, six, eight months and repeatedly. Hmm. And so I said to them, you know, why are you guys coming back? It just, this can't be better than what's on the outside. And they said, hey, dude, you know, we can't get jobs. We can't find a place to live because we're felons. So we resort back to what we do, and then we end up back in here. Hmm. So that was when I made this plan that when I got out, I was going to find uh, employment for these guys, find housing for these guys, and just help them get back on their feet because, of course, they don't want to go back to prison. Right. You do have a small cadre of people that do enjoy being in prison, but it's, it's a very small percentage. Yeah, so. And that's what we did. When I got out of prison in uh, March of 2013, the very next day, I hired in my first ex-con, and we rehabbed houses together, and I found them places to live, and that was over 1,100 people ago. Wow. And, and of those 1,100 people, only five have gone back to prison, so it's been very successful. Now, Thomas, as you mentioned, you've been very successful. Of course, this program is something you want to continue. How are you limited? I mean, you got to find places for these folks to go. You, you, you mentioned to me that you added more folks recently. Right. I used to be limited by the number of beds that I personally could have because I used to, you know, rent homes and put these guys and gals in the homes. Well, fortunately, after this pandemic situation started and I couldn't rent anymore because of the lockdown on rents, you know, there was no there's that moratorium on evictions. There's nothing available to rent. Well, I had some people reach out to me and said, hey, I got a bedroom in the house here. You know, do you want to use it? And I thought, wow, you know, that's really trusting of them to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. But, hey, when the Lord has a will, he provides a way. And so uh, that happened. Then we had some business owners say, well, hey, I've got a room in the back of the business. You can use that. Now, I ran into trouble in Tampa because they won't allow that. Okay. You're not allowed to live in the business. But up here in Pasco and Hernando, it's been working beautifully. And then the people said, you know, hey, we actually kind of like it because we got somebody in the business at night. Right. We feel more comfortable. So actually, it's been a blessing both ways. Well, that's a great story. So, Thomas, your experience was, you know, it doesn't take long to fall back into your bad habits. So you make a point of getting right to these folks the minute they come out. That's exactly right. Matter of fact, uh, we meet them, the ones that we're helping, we meet them at the gate when they get out. Because all it takes is for them to, you know, the, the Department of Corrections will give you a bus ticket and $50. Right. So they go to that bus depot, that $50, and there's your prostitutes, and there's your drug dealers, and it just all, all it takes. Mm-hmm. I've seen that happen. So I don't even allow them to get that far. I want to get them under our wing and talk to them and you know get them on the straight and narrow right off the bat. Yeah, I think that exposure to something positive initially can go a yeah. long way towards keeping them out of that situation. Exactly. And, you know, there are a lot of uh, temptations for these guys sure. right off the bat. You know, just giving them on the uh, computer, they've got the temptation of pornography. Right. Yeah, I've, I've seen that repeatedly. So that's where a mentor actually, that's, we haven't talked too much about that. But actually, there's a third aspect to all this, a third uh, uh, um, leg to the stool. Okay. You know, the, the first two are the job, and the uh, second one is the um, Residence. housing. Yeah. Right. But actually, you really need that third prong, which is the mentor. And that's the mentor talks to this person every day. How are you doing? What, is, what challenges are you having today? Are you having any thoughts that you want to talk about? And that really is the key to the success. Yeah. And I we talked about this in the past, right? It has to actually have been somebody who's walked in their shoes. Yeah, I was before. just going to mention that. You know, that idea that you can trust somebody and open up to them. Well, you got to feel like you're uh, having a similar path. Exactly. And that was one thing we ran into. Actually, I'll, I'll share this. Uh, one of the guys up here in Hernando, 
uh, he's living in the back of a business. Well, the business owner really wants to help him. And he's tried, but the guy won't open up to him. But, of course, the guy opens up to me, and it kind of hurt the feelings of the business owner. Right. And I had to explain to him that, you know, it's not just that way with ex-cons. I find that, like when I work with veterans, a veteran really prefers to open up to another veteran. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just the way we're wired. We want to talk to somebody who's been in our shoes. Yeah, I think that there's a sense of comfort or a sense that I'm not being judged if you yeah. can uh, feel like somebody's listening to you honestly and not passing judgment on you. Exactly, right. So actually, the, that's the long answer to your question about what are our limits right now. Mm-hmm. Actually, we have no limits. As long as people are willing to open up their doors to us and give us a bed, we have no limits right now. Just talk a little bit about it. You've had so many success stories. Talk about someone who didn't uh, initially was apprehensive or didn't want to share, didn't want to open up, didn't wasn't offering. A lot of people turn down help. They think uh, taking help is weak or they don't want to ask for help. Uh, have you had somebody that came full circle and now helps others that, didn't, that refused at first or didn't like the idea? Oh, yes. Uh, matter of fact, uh, a guy that sticks out in my mind was actually one of our first people. He is very multi-talented. He could do a lot. He could weld. He could he could build. He could do anything you asked him to do. Very talented. And he just did not want to ask for help. And as a matter of fact, a couple of times that I wanted to help him, he shunned me. Well, he, he fell on his face twice. Finally, he came to me and said, hey, all right, man, I'm ready now. So when we helped him, now he's married and you know, living a great life. Right. So, yeah. and I, I will tell you that men tend to be more uh, prone to not wanting to help sure. than females. And we've worked with both. But what I will find that I have found about females is that they're quieter about their um, unhappiness or their, you know, their what they want. Mm-hmm. So, no, a couple years ago, three, four years ago, I had this gal. We got her a job. She was doing well. She was in an apartment. She was very happy, I thought. Well, then one day she called me. She said, hey, I'm going back to turning tricks. I said, well, why? She said, because I can make $1,000 a day. I'm making $100 a day doing what I'm doing now, working eight hours a day. I can make much more money, less hours. And I'll tell you, it took me a long time to convince her not to do it. Right. So, but again, that's where, you know, being a mentor comes in, you know, that she trusted me, but it took, it was a, it was a long haul. Yeah. Because you know, that, that, that whole stay in prison, you're being conditioned. Yes. So that is correct. you learn how to think a certain way and see things a certain way, and it's tough sometimes to adapt or change. Right. And plus, I don't know if we ever discussed this, but in prison, the average inmate makes about 25 decisions a day. Yeah, because everything's planned out for you. You know, you have no decisions to make. Right. Out here on the street, we make at least 250 decisions a day. And so when you get into that 25 decisions per day routine, you're not ready for all this bombardment of choices you have to make and that that throws them off their game too for a little while well you don't consider that how uh you know we, we've come to accept that the, our attention spans are so short that everything's just flying in our face advertisements everywhere everyone's competing to get our attention if you're someone who's coming out of prison and you're not used to that overstimulation it probably seems a little intimidating exactly and that's what it is and every once in a while a guy or a gal will shut down on me you know just from the over that's the exact word the overstimulation from society and you know, and I just tell them, you know, just hey, take a deep breath, relax, you know, read, do yeah. something, get yourself back into the game. It's amazing how many folks can't just turn it off, you know, just get away from the computer, turn your phone off, or find a find a place where you can uh, unwind a little bit because that constant right. stimulation will get everybody eventually. Yes, yes. Now, Thomas, we're going to come back after this break. We're going to talk a little more. I got a great st- uh, feel good story. I know Brandon always does the feel good stories. Are you a wine drinker, Thomas? Um, not, I'm not, but I do enjoy a glass of wine once in a while when it's offered to me, but 
I'm ready to listen. <laughs> well, we got a lady in Safety Harbor started a, a business where she provides wine with a purpose. Uh, one Safety Harbor uh-huh. entrepreneur saving orphans one glass at a time. I'm going to tell you all about it when we come back. And of course, we got Tampa Bay's best career fair coming up Wednesday, October 20th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Largo Event Center. You can register on Eventbrite. You know, it's brought to you by the Consumer Quarterback and Massive Marketing Pros. And we want you guys to find the labor that you need. We want everyone who needs a job to show up. So this is going to be a big deal. Wednesday, October 20th, 6 to 8 p.m. Again, Tampa Bay's best career fair. Check it out. When we come back, we're going to talk to Thomas Young some more, and we got that great feel-good story for you. Don't go anywhere. The Consumer Quarterback Show rolls on. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rimes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. Hey, Brandon Rimes here for Cleaning Commandos here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Cleaning Commandos are hiring, and they're offering competitive wages, flexible hours, relaxed atmosphere, and a sign-on bonus. Reach out if you'd like a career with the Cleaning Commandos here in Tampa Bay. Info at CleaningCommandosLLC.com or call 813-750-0550, 813-750-0550, Cleaning Commandos, Consumer Quarterback Show. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. That's right. Give Brandon a call if you want to get in touch with any of the great expert contributors here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, or maybe you have some questions about his real estate business, the Platinum MVP team. Of course, he's been doing that for quite a few years here in the Tampa Bay area. Or maybe you just want to find out what about our great sponsors on the Consumer Quarterback Show. The sponsor for this segment is Brothers Easy Moving. You know, Brothers Easy Moving can go local or long distance. They're a really great company. They became the official moving sponsor of the Consumer Quarterback Show when they moved Brandon into his new place. So these guys, they don't care how late you go. They were moving furniture in the dark. You know, these guys work hard, and they are a great, great sponsor for us. So Brothers Easy Moving, check them out, whether you're going local or long distance. Lots of great reviews online. Before the break, we were talking with Thomas Young, and I mentioned that we have a local entrepreneur right here in Safety Harbor that started this great idea how you can drink wine and actually contribute to some uh, some good causes. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about this in our feel-good section called Wine with a Purpose, How One Safety Harbor Entrepreneur is Saving Orphans One Glass at a Time. In 2012, Maria Indenbosch took a trip to Argentina that changed her life. What she witnessed on the ground led her to form the nonprofit Humanity del Sol. Since that time, Indenbosch has been on a mission to support youth in Argentina that suffer from high trauma, abuse, 
poverty and lack of education. You know, these kids were high trauma, she says, if you will, throwaways. They're not even orphans. They have parents, but unfortunately, the situation was so traumatic that the children had to be taken away. Whether it's sex trafficking, molestation, or severe abuse, they had to be taken away. So that's how Humanity Del Sol was born, helping adults 18 to 24 that have aged out of the system. They are assigned mentors to help keep them, to help them finish their education, gain skills, and find a purpose in life for a second chance. You know, she started another company called Humanity Wine Company. It's a, it's a for-profit business that gives away 50% of its proceeds to support its work in Argentina. So she coins all the members there, wine therapists. Uh, she says, so they are wine lovers who dare to change the world. Every day, you know, if you have a glass of wine with dinner or on the weekends, you're enjoying it, but yeah, you're changing the lives of youth. And it's all different wines from all over the world. But the fun thing is they're exclusively family-owned vineyards. So the next time you raise a glass of wine at dinner or celebrate a special event, Indian Bosch wants you to think about where it's from and who it's supporting. She says, we have some incredible wine. We have wine that is from $14 to $300. So we have a, a something for every palate, a collection for every opportunity for every wine drinker out there. And instead of going to those big box stores that just serve you run-of-the-mill wine, go to Humanity Wine Company. Shop there and change the world. So really cool. We talk a lot about entrepreneurs, people uh, trying to give back, and that's a story that does both. And Thomas Yonk, you're on the phone. You, you're in that same boat as far as uh, wow. being a, a real advocate for our community and trying to help folks. I really uh, have a great heart for those stories. That's an impressive story. I like that. So she started, a, she just came up with an idea and, and figured out a way that is something she enjoys in life. Maybe she could figure out how to make it help somebody else. And I really think that's the spirit behind Cons Helping Cons as well. It is. You know, just trying to improve society, help people. Now, in the past, we've talked specifically about the prison system, and, and you talk about what it what it does to folks and how you have to get into their mind a little bit and help them. Are there any particular systems that stand? How does Florida compare? Are there any institutions in Florida that you feel are better or worse? Or we talked a little bit about Rayford State Prison. I'm familiar with it as a media person. You were familiar with it as well. I found that place to be very intimidating. Well, and actually, there was a time when camps differed from each other a little bit by little bit by programs they offered or by the. Uh, people that were in charge of the cooking, you know. Remember, we're just talking about this now. Currently, there is a huge crisis going on in the prisons. Because first off, they're so underfunded. You know, they have a big financial problem. Mm. Well, they're feeding the guys less and less. Uh, and here's the unethical part. The person who's in charge of buying food for the uh, kitchen, they're given a budget. Whatever they don't spend, they get to keep half of for themselves. Yeah, that's that's incentivizing the wrong thing there. Exactly. And really what's going on now, too, because this is an interesting statistic, and this is, comes right from Mark Inch, who's the uh, head of the prisons. 50% of um, all correctional officers are new, are rookies. And actually, the average now age of the average amount of experience is less than two years across the board for all the correctional officers. You know, and it takes a special type of person to be a correctional officer. I would not want to be a correctional officer. Right. So my point in saying all this is really now all the prisons are just about equally bad. Yeah. Because they, they don't have much going on for programming. The, the guys aren't learning much because they're so shorthanded and because they have such rookie staff members. They're not going out to rec and they're, they're not getting to canteen. They're really kind of in a lockdown situation all the time, which really causes a lot of problems inside. You can imagine uh, being a guard, you're exposed to so much different things that over time your experience is so valuable and how to put out a problem before it escalates. I could right. see things getting worse and worse with somebody who just hasn't been through that. 
Exactly. Now, the older guards, when I was in prison, you know, they had this attitude, hey, our job is to feed you guys, work you until you're tired, let you go out to wreck, and then make sure you go to bed. That, that was it. The newer COs, they have this idea that for some reason they want to be taskmasters and that for some reason they think they can talk to you in any way they want. And I don't, you know, the, the, the shift in thoughts is really not working well. Yeah, I could imagine you come in there as a guard and you are all gung ho and you don't realize that the whole, the, everyone's life is going to be better if we can get peace in here. Right, right. And I will tell you, just you know, speaking about that, uh, rookie guards, when I, I remember when I was standing in the line one day waiting to go to trial, there was a rookie guard. He was actually still a trainee and he was talking loud enough that we could all hear. And he was saying, I can't wait till I get to do my first strip search. And we all looked at him like, dude, what is wrong with you? All right. You know, so that's the stuff you put up with inside. Now, I imagine just because we talk a lot about our hiring issues, and that's why Brandon's got this Tampa Bay's Best Career Fair coming up, that everyone's having trouble finding folks. So even the prison system, I imagine, had to make some sacrifices in, in recruiting to make sure that they were staffed. As you mentioned, about half of them brand new. Exactly. And, you know, they, their pay is very low. And it's just, you know, it's not an attractive job. You know, I don't know who would want, you know, I guess a lot of the COs, they, they take the correction officers, they take the job as a stepping stone trying to get into, like, with the uh, county sheriffs. And because the county sheriff's office pays, like, you know, two to three times the amount that they pay inside. So, but, yeah, it's not a, it's not a good job. Yeah, I could imagine it's very difficult and kind of depressing after a while. Uh, talk a little bit, if you could, Thomas, about folks in the prison system that you've seen that are approaching that time when they know they're going to get out. Do you, when do you, when do you know when, I know you said you'd try to meet them right at the, at the gate as soon as they get out. How do you anticipate as they get closer? Do you kind of get them ready? Do you talk to them? How do you get in touch with them? Well, I'll tell you, as a matter of survival inside, you never want to let anybody know when your date is that you're getting out. Lifers hate people who are getting out of prison. And so if they know that somebody's getting out soon, they will beat that person just to, as a signal of their displeasure. So nobody ever inside will ever say, hey, I'm getting out in a week, you know. So part of my responsibility, too, when I know that these guys are getting out, I keep everything low key, and especially if I go to meet them, like if they're at Zephyr Hills or at Sumter. Right. Or in my letters that I write to them, you know, prepping them for what we need to do, I try to keep everything low-key because all mail that goes into a prison is pre-read, is opened by officers. And, of course, you got some officers who love to stir the pot. So, like, if I say something in there about, hey, you know, looking forward to seeing, you know, such and such a day, they will go to one of the lifers, that, that officer will go to one of the lifers and say, hey, you know, this dude's getting out here in a few days. Just to create a problem. Wow. You know, there's there's peer pressure amongst kids. I used to see this in coaching a lot where sometimes if you're successful, you get catch a lot of hate. I could imagine somebody inside that uh, wants to better themselves getting uh, kind of looked down on by those, like you said, who are stuck in that institution. Well, actually, when we're inside, we refer to the crabs. You know, and you know how crabs are. When they're trying to crawl out of a pot, the ones that are still in the pot will grab the ones that are at the top and pull them back in. <sighs> That's what we saw a lot of that when we're inside. Some guy trying to improve himself and then the, the peer pressure to not improve himself was just so great. Yeah, I could imagine. Were you in any institutions where they had offered you guys a, a great library or a school, education or anything, that a program that you want to mention as being good or beneficial to inmates? Well, all the uh, prisons have a library, you know, and it's just, it's, you know, just all old books, books have been donated. And actually, as for the education, um, I was the, uh, one of the certified teachers of the GED. And 
I am actually kind of proud to say that another fellow who was also a certified GED teacher, his uh, first name was Claiborne, uh, he and I ran the education department down at Bell Glade, and we had the most GEDs in a year, year over year over year that we were running the program. Yeah, that's a great so, great way to keep their minds occupied, right? Give them some self-worth, some value, uh, open their minds exactly. to some new things. Yes, yeah. But, you know, the GED program is only as good as the inmates who are running it, because that's an inmate-run program. Well, and he and I decided we wanted to help these guys, so it worked out well. And how did you take on the burden of teaching? Did you have a background in that, or you just decided you were going to do it? I just decided to do it, yeah, because when you're inside, you don't have that much. You have to work, first off. That's one of the requirements. You know, so do I want to work in the kitchen, or do I want to you know, work in maintenance? Or you, you made that decision, or, or they make that decision for you? Well, you can. They'll make the decision for you, but you know, if you talk to them nice enough, and explain to them, you know, hey, I've got a higher IQ. I'd probably be better off working in education right. than cooking. You know, and then every once in a while you'll get a uh, CEO who's got a little bit of insight and say, hey, you know, that makes sense. So that's how it yeah. happened. Because you don't want to waste – you've got somebody who's a, a banker or something, you know, you don't want, want them in the kitchen if they can do something beneficial, teach math to somebody. Exactly. What right. other jobs do they have them do inside? Well, um, the biggies are working in the kitchen and being what they call a houseman, uh, cleaning the dorms. Okay. So, for example, in our dorm, there's like 180 guys. Well, they would have 30 housemen. And that's kind of, if you can't find a job somewhere else, that's what they do. They make you a houseman. And they all pay the same? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Florida is one of the only states where they don't pay their people. So you find that these guys actually leave with a check in some other places? I know it's not going to be much. Well, now, actually, in the feds, the feds pay you um, somewhere, sometimes up to a dollar an hour. You know, and if you stay at, you know, if you're working 40 hours a week and, you know, you're in prison for a decade or 20 years, yeah, that check adds up. You never think about that. And and I guess, like you said, it's about killing time or occupying your mind, you know? Exactly, right. All right, Thomas, we're coming up on the end here. I want to make sure folks out there that are listening that want to get involved, whether it's uh, maybe volunteering or maybe they could donate something. Give us ways that people can help. Actually, um, if you're up here in uh, Pasco and Hernando and you've got a business or you've got a house with a room open and you want to talk to me about the risks and rewards of doing that, give me a call at 813-516-9347. we don't ever ask for donations of money just because I don't want to be one of those charities, you know, that people say, oh, he's just in it for the money. Mm-hmm. So we never ask for that. Um, we've been blessed with uh, donations of clothing and things like that. So actually, we're in good shape. The only thing I really need is a little bit more help with some more rooms to put these guys and gals in. What, are, what an awesome cause. Think about it, folks. If there was no recidivism, think about how much less money we'd spend in taxes on supporting these giant prisons. What, what about all the things that would happen, all the, be- all the good that would come out of these folks learning a lesson and getting out of there and not going back? Yeah, because Florida's prison budget this year is $2.4 billion. Wow. So we're paying yeah. all that money to keep these folks locked up. We've got to guard them. We've got to feed them. If we yeah. could just figure out a way to get everything worked out or at least make sure they don't go back again, that's what Thomas Young's all about. Yep. All right, Thomas. All right, thank you for the time, sir. Thank you so much for being on the show. I want to thank you as well as Thomas King from Florida Firearms Academy for coming in today. We had such a good show. And, of course, I want to mention again Tampa Bay's best career fair. Don't miss it. Wednesday, October 20th. Everyone's talking about labor. They need people. People need jobs. Wednesday, October 20th 
at the Largo Event Center. You can register on Eventbrite. The consumer quarterback and massive marketing pros sponsoring this great career fair. Tampa Bay's best career fair. Check them out. I want to thank Brandon for giving me the chance to sit in his chair, and I want all of you to check out the consumer quarterback. You've been listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rimes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for The Consumer Quarterback Show.